Time now for this week's Anderson Healy Show. Powered by Elevation, the Sun Devil's preferred home energy technology company. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of the Anderson Healy Show, the Sun Devil Radio Network's weekly program that gets you caught up on all the latest news in Arizona State Sun Devil Athletics and features ASU Vice President for University Athletics, Ray Anderson. I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of Sun Devil football, men's basketball, and baseball, and it's my pleasure to serve as your co-host each and every week and joined, as always, by ASU Athletic Director, Ray Anderson. Good to be back with you, Ray. We took a week off for unexpected reasons, but uh, good to be back with you. Likewise, Tim. Good to see you back, and uh, hope everybody out in Sun Devil Nation is doing well, and we got a lot to talk about, so we'll get after it, man. Boy, we sure do. Uh, and we have a special guest that will be joining us later in this week's show, Petra Pardee, now in their fir- her first full season as the head coach of the Sun Devil women's water polo team will join us to talk about her 2023 ASU squad. Well, let's start off with uh, a little bit of a sports event that took place uh, in our uh, locale over the past week. Once again in 2023, the Valley of the Sun did a magnificent job in hosting a Super Bowl, in this case, Super Bowl 57, America's Showcase Sports Event. And Arizona State University certainly played a key part in helping make Super Bowl week go off without a hitch, leading up to a thrilling football game this past Sunday afternoon in which the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Philadelphia Eagles in the final seconds of a 38-35 thriller. Ray, talk about the role that uh, your people in the Athletic Operations and Facilities Department of ASU Athletics, the role they played during Super Bowl week as ASU kind of became what? The home away from home for the eventual Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, they did. And we were delighted to host them here uh, all week for their practices and their meetings. Uh, And, you know, we have uh, Michael Chismar, Uh, in particular, that is our rep on the uh, local organizing committee to put the Super Bowl together. Uh, He always does a tremendous, tremendous job. So we hosted the Chiefs uh, uh, at our practice fields and uh, in our dome for a week. Uh, We have a lot of good friends over there, Jeff Miller, their security guy, and Ted Cruz, their uh, head of sports information, were former colleagues of mine in the NFL. Uh, And so I had the chance to meet and spend some time around Andy Reid for the many years I was in the NFL. So we we had a soft spot in our heart for uh, Kansas City, including the fact that they were here for the week. And and our folks just do a great job, Uh, uh, Kenny Dillingham and our entire football staff and our players and coaches uh, adjusted their schedules to accommodate uh, the security and the needs of the Chiefs. So appreciate their willingness to uh, uh, welcome our out-of-town guest. It's a it's a thrill for our players to uh, understand that you can be a good citizen, and at some point, hell, you might be playing with one of those teams. So <laughs> it was a, a lot of fun, and uh, our folks operationally, Kurt Klingen, Klingen, uh, Klingerman and others working the game itself. Uh, and then, of course, you, you talk about our guy, uh, Jeremy, being the, the stat guy. So ASU was all over the place, and then we had a number of uh, uh, educational joint programs with the NFL. Uh, we did the uh, tribute to Jimmy Ray. We did some educational programs with our student-athletes and uh, other uh, uh, students collaborating with uh, the NFL on educational opportunities and outreaches. So overall, a busy week, but a very encompassing week. <coughs> 
for ASU community members working with the NFL, Tim. Indeed it was. You know, in fact, at one point, uh, I was scanning Twitter uh, during the week, and I saw a tweet uh, that quoted uh, Chiefs head coach Andy Reid asked what struck him most about the week in Arizona, and his reply was, quote, I've been very impressed by ASU, the people here, taking care of us. Uh, quite a compliment uh, coming from a future Hall of Fame coach in the NFL. Uh, indeed, and we appreciate Andy and his uh, entire staff. That culture there uh, is a culture of appreciation. They take nothing for granted, and that's why it was an uh, honor to host them uh, and thank Andy and the, uh, uh, the Chiefs for acknowledging ASU uh, in, in our staff's participation. Really appreciate that, Tim. Well, there's no rest for the weary, that's for sure. One week after assisting in Super Bowl 57, Sun Devil Athletics uh, operations and facilities folks will be back at work and very busy this coming weekend as Arizona State will host eight sports in five venues with a total of 18 head-to-head competitions scheduled for this coming weekend here on the ASU campus. Among those events, the season-opening three-game series for Sun Devil Baseball. It's time to play ball once again. Year two of the Willie Bloomquist era will get underway this coming Friday evening, February 17th at Phoenix Municipal Stadium when Willie's 2023 Sun Devil squad will host the San Diego State Aztecs in the opening game of a season-opening three-game series that uh, gets the baseball season underway. And I think all of us, Ray, are really anxious to see Willie's second ASU team in action. He brought in a lot of newcomers, worked the transfer portal hard, one service rated his uh, incoming transfer class the second best in the nation behind only perennial baseball power LSU. So uh, we're really excited to see this Sun Devil team take the field Friday. Yes, we are, Tim. And you you got it. This time of year, uh, with all the sports converging at once, uh, it is a hectic but yet exciting time around here with all the competitions going on. And so uh, some of them overlap. Uh, some of them start earlier than normal, later than normal. But the fact is, is uh, our operations people can accommodate it. We figure it out. Uh, and the head coaches and our student athletes, they're excited about getting going with the competition. Uh, and so it should be fun. Willie, uh, you know, we'll have our home openers with uh, lacrosse and others that you might mention. But a very, very busy weekend here. Uh, and fans should come out. Look at the schedule. Come out because uh, I think baseball and softball and basketball, yeah, there's a ticket price. Uh, but the other sports – uh, are free of charge. Uh, and so we have great facilities. Our student athletes love it when you're out there rooting for us. So uh, pick your pick your sport. We got plenty of them in action this weekend on our campus. If baseball happens to be your sport, here's the lineup this week. Of course, the season opener Friday night, February 17th, will begin uh, at 6 o'clock at Phoenix Municipal Stadium. Saturday's game two of the series will start at 1 o'clock. It'll be an afternoon game. And then Sunday, the series finale begins at 12.30. The Sun Devil Radio Network, by the way, will have coverage of the first two games of the season opening series with San Diego State. I'll be back in the booth and joined for the eighth consecutive year by former ASU catcher Max Rossiter. And Max and I will uh, team up to bring you the play-by-play of Friday night's season opener against San Diego State. Airtime at 6 p.m. And uh, Jeff Munn 
will uh, fill in for me on Saturday, and he and Max will bring you the call beginning at 1 o'clock. Both broadcasts will air on KDUS 1060 AM and the Sun Devil Radio Network, as well as KDUS 1060.com. And in addition, uh, we have some exciting news. You can now download the KDUS 1060 app on your smartphone. Take it with you and listen to Sun Devil Baseball all spring long wherever you go. It's an exciting time of year, as Ray mentioned. Meanwhile, the Megan Bartlett era of Sun Devil softball is off to a solid start. Arizona State winning four of its five games played at last weekend's season-opening San Diego State kickoff classic in Southern California. The Sun Devils posted victories over Cal State Northridge, San Diego State, Northern Illinois, and a 10 to nothing five-inning run rule victory over the Memphis Tigers. The only defeat coming at the hands of Megan Bartlett's alma mater. The Devils dropping a 7-1 to decision to the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. But all in all, Ray, a solid start, wouldn't you say, for Sun Devils softball in year one under Coach Megan Bartlett. Yes, absolutely, Tim. Uh, four and one start had the, uh, the the tough one against Notre Dame, but uh, you want to go out there and see what you have. And certainly, uh, we offered up very competitive, strong play uh, in four of those five games. So uh, excited for uh, uh, Megan. Excited for the softball team under new leadership. It should be a fun season. Looking forward to it. Now, this weekend, Sun Devil Softball will uh, open up their home uh, portion of the schedule, hosting the Littlewood Classic at Farrington Stadium. ASU will play five games in four days on Thursday through Sunday at Club Farrington, as it's become known. The Sun Devils will take on BYU Thursday, Portland State Friday. Saturday, they'll have two games, one against Illinois State, the other against DePaul, and then a Sunday finale in the Littlewood Classic against Weber State. While baseball and softball are getting their seasons started, the Sun Devil men's basketball team is heading down the home stretch of its 2022-2023 schedule as Bobby Hurley's Sun Devils are making one last push toward hopefully getting themselves an NCAA tournament bid, coming off their second Pac-12 road sweep of the year with uh, victories this past weekend at Stanford and at Cal. The Sun Devils are back in Tempe, and they will play their final two home games of the regular season this weekend, hosting the Colorado Buffaloes on Thursday evening at 6 p.m. at Desert Financial Arena. And then the Utah Utes come in for the home finale on Saturday at 4 p.m. It'll also, of course, be senior day. Big games they are, Ray, for Coach Hurley and his team. Yes, they are. And as you say, we're trying to make a push for a postseason berth. Uh, and so uh, two wins at home here would go a long way toward uh, uh, accomplishing that. Uh, and so these are big, big games, big contests, no question about it. And uh, we're looking forward to it, ready to go. It'd be fun Thursday night uh, as well as Saturday against Utah, Tim. I believe if the Sun Devils get a sweep, that would get them to the 20 win mark on the season and uh, hopefully uh, set them in position for a strong finish. By the way, with their road sweep at Stanford and Cal last week, coupled with their sweep at Oregon and Oregon State back in January, this marks only the third time in Arizona State's 45-year Pac-10, Pac-12 history that a Sun Devil men's basketball team has posted multiple Pac-12 road sweeps in the same season. And the only other two Sun Devil teams to have accomplished that feat, two of the very best in program history, Ray, the 1980 
1981 Sun Devils, coached by the late Ned Welk. Yes, and uh, Tim, it's important when you can uh, uh, remind folks of that history uh, because it's hard enough to win on the road in any event, even one game, but to sweep and do it twice in a season uh, is really quite uh, an accomplishment and needs to be recognized. So uh, now the task is to come uh, and win two in a row here at home this weekend, uh, and then we'll be looking in pretty good shape. So great job on the road. Let's take care of our business here at home this week. Another element that made the road sweep impressive, the Sun Devils were shorthanded last weekend, missing one of their key players. Seven-foot center Warren Washington had to sit out both games because of uh, testing positive for COVID-19. And even in his absence, uh, Coach Hurley's crew able to pull off the sweep. We will have radio coverage of both of those Sun Devil home games this coming weekend on the Sun Devil Radio Network. I will rejoin my buddy, Kyle Dodd to bring you the play-by-play of the ASU-Colorado game Thursday night. Our pregame coverage will begin at 5.30, tip off shortly after 6 p.m., and you can hear the action on ESPN 6.20 a.m. Meanwhile, KD and I will be with you Saturday from Desert Financial Arena for the regular season home finale against Utah. That game will air at 3.30 p.m. with tip off shortly after 4, and that game can be heard on Arizona Sports 98.7 FM and the AZ Sports app as well. And by the way, if I may, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank uh, 2022 Cronkite School graduate and former Sun Devil Radio Network intern Gareth Kwok, who did an outstanding job uh, on the broadcasts of the Stanford and Cal games last weekend, filling in for yours truly when uh, I was down for the week with COVID-19. Uh, Gareth and Kyle both did a fantastic job broadcasting both games. And I know Gareth made all of us, Ray, all of his former teachers and classmates at the Cronkite School extremely proud with his outstanding work in the broadcasts. No question. Uh, congratulations to, to Gareth and to the Cronkite fans who uh, are, peer, are, are, are cheering for their peer. Uh, and the school does an outstanding job of preparing our students for careers. And you get Gareth able to pinch it for you, uh, Tim, and no question, did a wonderful job. So congratulations to him and all the folks at Cronkite for producing such great talent like yourself. There isn't a better school in the country for uh, kids wanting to study broadcasting and journalism than the Cronkite School at Arizona State University. In an unusual quirk in scheduling, both the Sun Devil men's and women's basketball teams in conference play will be home the same weekend. Uh, Usually during Pac-12 play, if the men are home, the women are on the road and vice versa. But this weekend, both will be on their home floor as Natasha Adair's Sun Devils get set to host both Colorado and Utah like the men are doing. Uh, Colorado will be here for a Friday morning, 11 a.m. tip-off this coming Friday, uh, February, uh, what is it now, February 17th, and that is uh, the uh, Sparky's Kids to College game on uh, Friday morning when the Sun Devils host the Buffaloes. And then it'll be the fourth-ranked Utah Utes having a fantastic season, uh, providing the opposition for ASU on Sunday with a 12 noon tip at Desert Financial. And, Ray, of course, the big question is, will this be the weekend when Natasha's team finally gets that first Pac-12 victory of the season? It has been a rough go for Sun Devil women's hoops this winter, 0-14 now in league play 
after losing uh, to Cal and powerhouse Stanford last weekend. Yes, the uh, conference uh, uh, performance has been a struggle, to be sure. You're going to play a good team uh, on both days, uh, very frankly, Colorado, and then certainly Utah on Sunday. But uh, they keep they keep they keep playing, they keep trying, they keep running. They're still a little shorthanded, uh, but the fact is, is that they got a lot of work to do, and they're working on getting better. So uh, uh, we've got to keep going out there, keep rooting them. Uh, this first year, yes, has been a struggle. We anticipate improvement, to be sure, going forward, and I'm very confident that Natasha will bring that to us. But it's been it's a it's been a struggle this year, no question about it, Tim. If you can't make it out to Desert Financial Arena this Friday and or Sunday, Jeff Munn and Maura McHugh will have you covered as they will have the broadcast of both games on the Sun Devil Radio Network. Friday's game will air on KAZG 1440 AM with pregame coverage starting at 1030 in the morning. And then Sunday's Utah game will be back at the normal home of Sun Devil Women's Basketball, KDUS 1060 AM. Money and more will be on the air with their pregame show that day at 1130 a.m. One of the other big Sun Devil sports stories of this past weekend involved a pair of ASU track and field records that were broken at the University of Arkansas's Tyson Invitational in Fayetteville. Sophomore Dayton Carlson, who broke the ASU outdoor record in the 800 meters last spring, set a new program record in the indoor 800 meters this past Saturday in Fayetteville with a time of 1 minute 47.55 seconds. In addition, Ray, the Sun Devils 4x400 relay team comprised of Justin Robinson, Jalen Drayden, Gamali Felix, and Jeremiah Curry set a new program record as they finish in a time of 3 minutes 3.09 seconds. That's great stuff early in the season from Dion Miller's ASU track and field program. Boy, it sure is with uh, Dayton uh, setting his mark in the indoor and then the 4 by 4 relay uh, indoor this early in the season. As you go back there to Arkansas or anywhere down there, and there's some real good track and field uh, athletes. So uh, Dion's got them rolling well uh, early in the season. So uh, congratulations to Dayton as well as our 4 by 4 and the entire team, Tim. Justin Robinson and Jalen Drayden, by the way, will be among those competing this weekend at the USA Track and Field Indoor Championships up in Salt Lake City, Utah. Coming up, we'll get the lowdown on the Sun Devils 2023 water polo team as we visit with head coach Petra Party. But first, let's take a timeout. This is the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. Hey, it's Paul Calvisi, and if there's one thing all top teams have in common, it's consistent performance. And that's what you're going to find up and down the full lineup of Ford trucks and SUVs. From tailgating to towing, on the job or on vacation, Ford has the right vehicle for you with performance that never quits. See that full Ford lineup today. Just stop by your Arizona Ford dealers or visit buyfordnow.com. Proud partner of the ASU Sun Devils. Go Devils! 75% of the electricity you're using is on products that are turned off. And your ceiling fan could cost you up to $5,000 over its lifetime. Sun Devils fans, you know your sports stats. At Elevation, we know the stats that can help save your wallet and the world. Visit PoweredByElevation.com and learn how our full suite of smart solar solutions can make a powerful difference today. 
Elevation is a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. Forks up, bills down. Get your forks up, Sun Devil fans, because Bar S, the number one selling hot dog brand in America, is now a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. From hot dogs and sausages to bacon, ham, turkey, corn dogs, and more, Bar S offers an all-star lineup of delicious mealtime and game-time meat. Grab one of the new Bar S Sun Devil sausages next time you're at the stadium and head to your nearest grocery store to score some Bar S today. Bar S, a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. Sean, or what? We are recording now, so yep, feel free. Okay. <clears throat> We're back here on the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. This is our weekly program that brings you up to date on all the latest news in Arizona State Sun Devil sports. Along with ASU Athletic Director Ray Anderson, I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of Sun Devil football, men's basketball, and baseball, and Ray and I are delighted you're with us this week. The Sun Devil women's water polo team is off to a 5-3 and three start in its 2023 season, a record that includes two victories over nationally ranked teams as ASU defeated both number 6 Michigan and 17th-ranked San Jose State at the Stanford Invitational in California earlier this month. Here with us this week to talk about her team is a woman who belongs to the somewhat exclusive group of Arizona State University alums who are currently serving as the head coach of their sport at their alma mater. An All-American and team captain with ASU Water Polo from 2011 to 2015, Petra Party still ranks in ASU's all-time top 10 with her 157 career goals, her 71 career assists, and 228 total points. After leaving ASU as a student athlete, she served the program as a graduate assistant and then as an assistant coach. Late last season was named interim head coach and now is in her first full season in charge of the Arizona State Water Polo Program. Petra Party joins us this week here on the Anderson Healy Show. Petra, great to see you. Thanks for being with us. How are things going for you right now? Settling in to your first full season in, in, as head coach. That's correct. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, like you said, this is our my first season as a head coach. Uh, it's been very exciting. Our team is very young this year. A lot of turnover from last year. We've graduated almost our entire starting lineup. Only uh, two girls from that starting lineup have returned, and one of them we moved to a completely different position. So new position for me, new position to be in for the girls, and lots of new faces on the team, which makes it very exciting, I think. I would imagine so. Petra, you're so invested in Arizona State. You've received two degrees from this university, your bachelor's and your master's. We mentioned the career path that you've taken uh, in your water polo program. I can't imagine. Can you put into words how meaningful it is for you to be in charge of the program for which you once played at your alma mater? Uh, Honestly, it's hard to put it in words how meaningful it is because 
you know, uh, it means everything to me, but it feels like when I try to put it in words and express that it sort of sounds less, carries less weight to try to express that than, than what it truly feels like to me. Uh, obviously, it's, it's a wonderful feeling to, to still, after so many years, to be able to be involved with the program and now to be in this position to be able to affect real change and uh, hopefully try to lead these girls to the right direction and for them to also leave this program being just as passionate about it as, as I am. There was a really cool moment early in the season. Uh, you started your season, in fact, back in January, hosting a tournament at the Mona Plummer Aquatic Center, which, of course, is the home for Sun Devil uh, women, uh, water polo. And it's a tournament that it was a tournament that consisted of five teams, all of which featured a female head coach. How significant a development uh, that, that must have been a compelling moment for you just to take that in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh... Uh, to be completely honest with you, putting together our season schedule and inviting teams to the tournament, uh, it didn't. I didn't realize that that was going to be the case at the time that all five of us would had coaches at the tournament would be uh, women. Uh, and a couple of days, actually a couple of weeks leading up to the tournament, when I looked at on everyone's rosters, you know, preparing, I realized that we were all women, and. Um, um, CBU's head coach sent us an email saying that she just realized it at the time too. She was like, in my 12 years of coaching, uh, I've never attended a tournament where, where this was the case and what a historic moment it was for all of us. Um, so it was huge and we took a picture together and sort of talked about it with our athletes. So it was, it was a great, um, you know, moment to be a part of. Boy, what an example you're setting for all the young girls that are interested in water polo, huh? I hope so. I, I hope they see that, you know, um, it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man. It doesn't matter where you come from. Um, sort of the sky, the sky is the limit. And as long as you work hard and, and keep putting yourself out there, the, the possibilities are endless. You have a brand new coaching staff as well, including, uh, I understand you brought in a mental trainer for your team this year. Uh, tell us about your staff and uh, all that and what qualities they will bring to your program. I have an amazing staff. I'm very excited to be working with them every day. Uh, we have uh, Sandra Kish. Uh, she comes to us from Fresno State University. She coached there as an assistant coach for the last four seasons and uh She's an alumni of uh, USC, where she was a national champion. She brings tremendous experience, uh, both as a player and as a coach. We have Ethan DeSouza. He comes from us from the Canadian senior and junior national teams. Um, he spent the better, better part of the last decade coaching on all levels in Canada. Uh, also very knowledgeable uh, coach. We have Craig Wilson. He's our volunteer assistant uh, goalie coach arguably one of the best goalkeepers to ever play the sport. So our goalies are, are learning a ton from him. Uh, and to round out our staff, we have Justin Foster, who is, uh, like you mentioned, a mental trainer. Uh, he's the owner of uh, Excelling Edge LLC, and he meets with our team once a week for, for many hours, and he coaches us really on mental performance, mental toughness, resiliency, you know, being able to quicker and better decision making in the water and outside of the water. So we're all learning a lot from him. And as I mentioned, our team is very, very young. Uh, and as of right now, still a little bit inexperienced. So uh, him, his coaching helps us a lot. 
What a great staff that is for sure. Uh, size up the play of your team so far this season. As we mentioned at the top, a 5-3 and three record thus far, a number 7 national ranking, and uh, that upset win over 6th-ranked Michigan was a compelling victory for your team. In the uh, I think it was at a tournament at Stanford. Uh, what's your overview of your team's play so far this year? Uh, you know, so far we've been playing very, very well together, uh, still with a lot of mistakes. So every time you watch it back on video, mistakes on mistakes on mistakes. So I'd like to see us to continue to grow throughout the season and eliminate those mistakes as we come closer together as a team, as we mature, as we get more experience uh, together. So thankfully, through all the mistakes that were made, even in that Michigan upset, uh, thankfully, we came out on top, so I'm excited to see what we can accomplish. Let's talk about some of your players on your 2023 team, starting with one of your talented veterans, junior attacker Lutza Peptivari, who has 96 career goals, I believe it is, in her two-plus seasons at Arizona State. As a freshman in 2021, she finished sixth in the nation with her 45 goals. Uh, what has made Lutza such a solid player for your program? Lutza just has that instinct in her. She loves to shoot a ball. She's really good at it. Like the, the statistics show it. Um, so she just has that in her that she wants to be that player that, that has the ball in her hand, you know, as the clock is counting down and she's the one that's going to take the shot. Uh, like you said, she had an amazing freshman year. Uh, and, you know, all the team scouted for her. And in her sophomore year, she it was harder for her because she got way more attention from the defense. Uh, and this year, she's starting out amazing. Uh, this is one of the best water polo I've seen her play. So I'm very excited to see how she's going to be for us this year. It must be good to be experienced in the nets. And you have a, a very experienced senior goalkeeper in Itsy Baka. What does she mean to your team on the back end? Oh, she's a great goalie, uh, very talented Um She's, she she has a lot of experience, obviously, in the league in NCAA and knows a lot of the top shooters as, you know, we are in the strongest conference. So she has three years, three seasons of experience under her belt to be able to read those shooters and be quick in the cage. So she's really holding it down for us in the defensive end. You have a lot of talented newcomers, as you mentioned, a very young uh, team in 2023, including a young lady from France, Juliette Duelaine, who leads the Sun Devils with her 22 goals so far this season. In fact, she's had five games already where she scored three or more goals. Uh, what qualities have you seen from Juliette in the early stages of her career that make you think she's going to be a star player here? Oh, she's definitely going to be a star player here. She's a very young freshman. Um, she just turned 18 a couple months ago, so she came in as a 17-year-old freshman. And that girl is just an energizer bunny. She doesn't stop no matter how hard the practice, no matter how hard the game. She just keeps on going. And her work ethic is unbelievable. We are very lucky to have her and very blessed to have her and excited to see, you know, she's such a strong freshman already where she's going to be three seasons from now. You had a really talented player in your program last year in Vonda Boxa, who was just fantastic, but uh, unfortunately no longer with the program. I understand she's back in her native Hungary, her homeland, uh, to uh, train for the 2024 Olympics. Do you, is Juliet kind of filling a role uh, for your team that maybe Vonda uh, had for you last year? 
those two lefties are both incredible. I wish we had them on the team at the same time, of course. Um, yeah, she's she stepped into that lefty attacker role um, seamlessly and and really took the took the job and, and made it her own. And now we are very excited to have her as part of the team. You have another freshman from overseas, New Zealander Sophie Shorter Robinson. She has twelve goals so far, including four in that uh, close loss you had to Stanford earlier in the month. Uh, what does Sophie bring to your team and your program? Sophie is a very experienced center. She's been training with uh, the New Zealand national team pipeline from a young age. And she was actually at senior world championships this past summer in Budapest is where I went to watch her. Um, she has a lot of experience on the international level. Uh, the refereeing and the center play her position is a little bit different here in the NCAA. And because she only arrived in January, just three short weeks before season starting, uh, we worked a lot with her to try to get her adjusted to the style of refereeing and the style of center play that how we play here. And to Sophie's credit, she's a very good learner and very eager, eager to learn. So she's been amazing to coach. Uh, she has great perimeters for to play water polo and especially for her position. She's agile. She's quick. Uh, she's very strong, so I'm also excited to see what her development will be over the coming years. Between Sophie and Juliet and uh, Lutza, those are three of, I think you have five or six players on your roster who come from outside the United States, but it seems like uh, they've developed a, almost a second family within your program, haven't they? Uh, absolutely. I, I'd love to think that they did. Same, same, you know, as for me, I'm from Budapest, Hungary, and I came here barely speaking enough English to be able to hold my own in the classes. And But, you know, you have the team around you, people that you compete with and push each other with every single day, and they, they sort of become your family. And um, the girls, the U.S. girls, the national girls on the team are wonderful in the sense that whether it's Christmases or um Thanksgivings or any sort of holiday, they, their families would invite the international girls to their house to take care of them and to host them and spend time outside of water polo and outside of ASU together. So I definitely love to think that um, having so many internationals makes the team more close-knit because we rely on each other. Absolutely. You brought in a graduate transfer from Indiana, attacker Tina Doherty, and she scored 11 goals already this year. And she had all-American credentials, didn't she, at the Big Ten at Indiana? What has she brought to your squad? A lot of experience. Like I mentioned, unfortunately, we graduated so many seniors who were starters and um, sort of the go-to players for the last two to three seasons now. Uh, and having all the freshmen coming in this year and, you know, just new new players, new starting line, new coaching staff, Um Tina coming in, uh, this being her fifth year and having so many years of experience uh, in the MPSF in our conference and in NCAA and being so decorated already, she brings a lot of experience. She's been a great leader um, for our team, a very level-headed player, very kind-hearted person. So nothing but great things to say about Tina. She's I'm so lucky that she ended up choosing ASU. Your next uh, tournament comes up next weekend, February 24th through the 26th, when uh, the Sun Devils will be competing at the Barbara Calbus Invitational in Irvine, California, over in Orange County. And you're likely to face several ranked opponents from your own conference, Stanford, UCLA, USC, Cal. In fact, I think 
uh, those four are the top four ranked programs in the country as of right now. Uh, How do you feel your squad is ready to challenge those uh, outstanding programs? Uh, we've been pushing them very hard last week and this week for, you know, these games are there. None of those games are going to be easy for us. So we have to make sure that we are in great physical shape to be able to handle those four games next weekend. Uh, they've been responding very well to us, pushing them and, and really rising to the challenge. So I'm very excited to see how we perform. Yes, it's going to be a tough weekend and um, a lot is on the line going into number one, number two, number three, number four, you know, going into those games. But those are those are the weekends that we that we want to see. And those are the weekends where we really want to perform and come together well as a team. How do you feel? How good can your team be this year, Petra? And uh, how do you feel about the long range potential for the women's water polo program at Arizona State? This season, to be completely honest, we are taking it as a, as a building year and really giving opportunities to the freshmen to play as much as they can and develop as fast as they can in this one year. And, um, you know, practicing water polo 20 hours a week is the, is the great thing, but you're really learning a lot when you're actually playing the game. So you're trying to sub a lot and get those get the young girls as much experience as possible. Uh, we have a very strong recruiting class, uh, the 2023 incoming class in the fall that uh, I think will be great additions to the current freshmen as they're getting more experience. So I think with this current freshman class and next year's incoming class, I'm very, very excited to see um, where we're we going to go. I think we have very high potential in the future, um, in the next two or, th- two or three years to be a very successful and highly ranked program. Well, it's great having you on the show, Petra. It's so happy for you to be back. Uh, you've been at ASU for quite a while, but for you to be now the head coach at your alma mater, as we said, it's a small group of uh, former student athletes uh, blessed with that opportunity. And we wish you all the best this season and moving forward here at Arizona State. Thanks for being on with us this week. Thank you so much for having me. Arizona State water polo head coach Petra Party has been our guest here on the Anderson Healy Show. Ray Anderson will rejoin me for the final segment of this week's show in just a moment. This is the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. Now, this time out. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. When it rains, it pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. Enter eligible tickets on the Arizona Lottery Players Club by February 28th. Learn more at azplayersclub.com. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Your moment has arrived. Welcome to Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Bigger, bolder, and better with so much more to offer. Grab a cold drink and cool off in a cabana at our all-new resort pool. Or take a taste of the here and now with even more dining destinations to choose from, including our new rooftop restaurant and lounge, 
prime, a Shula Steakhouse. It's time to own your moment. So you do you. It's now time for the official Game Time Munchies break with a cold, tasty brew from Lagunitas. When you're hungry from raising the pitchforks high, reach for the highly balanced Lagunitas IPA. It's wow with wings, perfection with pizza, and nearly unmatchable with nachos. Their IPA just goes with football food. We're proud to call them the official craft beer of Sun Devil Athletics. The Lagunitas Brewing Company, Petaluma, California. Drink Lagunitas responsibly. We are heading down the home stretch of this week's edition of the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network alongside of ASU Athletic Director Ray Anderson. I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of the Sun Devils, and we're delighted you're with us as Ray rejoins me now as we talk some Sun Devil wrestling. Having won their last four matches in a row, the Arizona State Wrestling Squad will be up and at them early this coming Thursday, February 16th, as Coach Zeke Jones' team will host Cal State Bakersfield in a match that will begin at 12 noon at Desert Financial Arena. It'll be the Sun Devils' final home match of the season, and thus it'll be ASU Wrestling's senior day. Zeke and his team, Ray, hoping to continue to build on the late-season momentum they've generated now by winning those last four matches in succession. Yes, indeed. And so that uh, we had talked before, uh, Tim, when we weren't having as much success in the dual meets that you want to continue working because at the end of the season, it's the uh, postseason tournament. It's the uh, NCAA championships that will crown you. But it's certainly nice to see these four in a row uh, uh, shows the progress. And a couple of the wrestlers that had been struggling a little bit with injuries are back. Uh, we got Colton Schultz back. So uh, should be a fun uh, uh, dual meet this weekend. Uh, and then we're off to the Pac-12s. And then after that, off to the NCAA tournament. So uh, Zeke has got him going much, much stronger this part of the season, Tim. Well, following the Cal State-Bakersfield match Thursday, there will be one last dual meet uh, in store on Devils. They will be traveling to Big Ten territory over the weekend, and on Sunday will be in Lincoln, Nebraska, to take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, a match that will begin at 12.30 Arizona time on Sunday afternoon, and that will be the final match of the 2023 regular season. And then Ray said it's on to Pac-12s, and then in mid-March, the NCAA championships for Sun Devil Wrestling. Let's talk a little gymnastics now. Coach Jay Santos' Arizona State women's gymnastics team posted its best score of the season this past Saturday in a meet at sixth-ranked UCLA as the Sun Devils scored a season-high total of 196.900, coming in second behind the Bruins' score of 197.800. Leading the way for Arizona State was junior Jada Mangahas, who had a career-high performance on the uneven bars, a remarkable score, Ray, of 9.925. Yeah, Jada really performed last weekend, as as did our team. And, uh, you know, this uh, uh, Jay Santos-led gymnastics team uh, is is a solid competing team. Uh, The Pac-12 gymnastics uh, landscape is loaded with talent. So when you have those kind of scores and still come up second, uh, you you shake your head, but you cannot be disappointed uh, because comparatively speaking, that's great gymnastics uh, performance by our young ladies, uh, and we're proud of them, Tim. So 
they'll continue to get better and uh, go up against this really, really strong competition. And like you said, Utah is coming into town uh, for gymnastics next Monday as well. And there'll be a, another rough road to go. But our girls mm-hmm. are competing, and that's what you want to see. No question. It'll be one of the most highly anticipated home matches of the year. And and interesting, uh, the, the unusual start times uh, for a lot of these events on this busy weekend at Arizona State. We've already told you about wrestling having a meet Thursday at 12 noon against Cal State Bakersfield. Women's basketball with their Friday 11 a.m. tip-off against Colorado. And now the Sun Devil women's gymnastics team will host perennial powerhouse Utah this coming Monday, which is the holiday, keep in mind, President's Day, February 20th. And the ASU-Utah gymnastics meet on Monday afternoon will begin at 1 p.m. So if you have the day off, go on out and uh, you'll see some tremendous sports entertainment uh, with ASU, uh, the, the rapidly improving Arizona State program. And as we said, Utah has been good at gymnastics for a real long time. And uh, it should be a heck of a way, Ray, for an ASU sports fan to spend the holiday, huh? Yes. Uh, and, you know, some of this is by design. You know, the 11 o'clock game is a field trip for the, the, the school kids to come watch mm-hmm. uh, women's basketball, get in the gymnasium on a Friday, uh, and then get back to campus in time. Uh, to get picked up by their parents, and away they go. So <laughs> these things are also uh, scheduled uh, to have, uh, you know, good community opportunity. And so you get President's Day and you got a great uh, gymnastics meet. Make it earlier in the afternoon uh, on an off day where hopefully folks can come out, uh, enjoy it, and then get home at a decent hour uh, uh, after a wonderful day on campus watching ASU athletics. So this stuff, some of this stuff is by design. Uh, some of it is by the fact that you, you only have so many uh, uh, events, so many venues, and you got to be able to convert them. Uh, like one day we have uh, uh, wrestling and then basketball back right. to back. You got to convert some of that uh, 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 venue back into uh, the appropriate uh, venue for basketball. So it's all fun stuff, but we're up to the task and our operations people can get it done. But it's, it's, it's busy, Tim. As we said earlier, it is really busy, but should be a lot of fun. And also part of the busy home weekend, of course, the Sun Devil ice hockey team. Let's not forget them. Coach Greg Powers' squad will be back on home ice at Mullet Arena this coming Friday and Saturday evening, February 17th and 18th, as the Sun Devils will host Lindenwood University from Missouri. The puck will drop at 7 p.m., each evening. ASU was off last weekend after the Devils dropped a pair and their trek uh, north to Alaska two weekends ago, losing two to Alaska Fairbanks by the scores of two to one and five to two. So I'm sure, Ray, it'll be great for the guys to get back on the home ice at the mullet this weekend. Yes, looking forward to that. Uh, We'd had a number of home games and wanted to get on the road a little bit. Uh, but we would have loved better results on the road. So we'll come back home uh, and try to win in our own place uh, against Lindenwood. But I know the team is anxious to get back out there competing uh, after a long uh, road uh, swing that didn't go our way. So uh, we hope folks who get on out there again, if you haven't been to Mullet Arena, it is fabulous, fabulous uh, college ice hockey venue. So uh, should be exciting in there on Friday and Saturday night as well, Tim. Yeah, and the opportunities are starting to dwindle down. Only six home games left this season for Sun Devil Hockey, so don't miss out on a chance to catch the action at the mullet. Again, it's this Friday and Saturday night, 7 p.m. each evening 
as ASU host Lyndon Wood. On that note, we bring down the curtain on this week's installment of the Anderson Healy Show. Thanks to our show producer, ASU Senior Associate Athletic Director Doug Tamaro for his help. Thanks as well to our terrific engineer producer, Sean Crespin of the Sun Devil Radio Network, and to our wonderful show scheduler, Kim Nelson from Sun Devil Athletics. Ray and I will reconvene next week with another installment of the Anderson Healy Show, and we hope you'll make plans to dial us in. Ray, always good to see you. Good to be back with you. Have a great week. Likewise, Tim. Welcome back and looking forward to a great week. And we say to all of our Sun Devil fans, Go Devils! Go Devils! Till next time, for Ray Anderson, I'm Tim Healy. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Anderson Healy Show. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Anderson Healy Show, powered by Elevation, the Sun Devils' preferred home energy technology company. Tim Olvik here. You know, I always promised myself if I ever owned my own Ford dealership, I'd run it with common sense, I'd hire some really awesome people, and I'd treat all of our customers like great friends. And I'd always be a super supporter of Arizona State University. That's how I do it. I call my dealership Santan Ford, and we're in Gilbert. It's where the Sun Devils go. See you here. We are Santan Ford, proud partners of the Arizona State University Sun Devils. It takes hard work to be the best in the game. Planning, commitment, resilience, sweat. That's why Old Dominion Freight Line, the number one national LTL carrier for quality, works hard to be the best in the game and is proud to support those striving to be the best in theirs. Old Dominion Freight Line, official freight carrier of Sun Devil Athletics, helping the world keep promises. 75% of the electricity you're using is on products that are turned off, and your ceiling fan could cost you up to $5,000 over its lifetime. Sun Devils fans, you know your sports stats. At Elevation, we know the stats that can help save your wallet and the world. Visit PoweredByElevation.com and learn how our full suite of smart solar solutions can make a powerful difference today. Elevation is a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. Forks up, bills down. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. When it rains, it pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. Enter eligible tickets on the Arizona Lottery Players Club by February 28th. Learn more at azplayersclub.com. Vibe check. A free afternoon on a Friday. Vibe. The party after the after party. Vibe. 3 a.m. text from your ex. No vibe. A hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C. Big vibe. Vizzy is a vibe. Celebrate responsibly. 2022 Molson Coors Beverage Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, flavored beer.